All right, coming live from Amarillo, we've got uh, week three. So week three to me is pretty interesting in terms of uh, the ratings that they've given these guys, the tokens that they cost, because I think they're getting it. They're getting it pretty good. I mean, they obviously had week one, which was all fucked up, and then they kind of counterbalanced, but I think too hard on some. And I think now they're kind of coming back to uh, the middle. And there, there's a guy that's on the chaos who we'll get into that and uh, uh, take a shot for every time I say we'll get into that. So here we have the water dogs are plus 1.5 against the Atlas are minus 1.5. The over under is 24 and a half. I don't really know. I think I would go with the over for this, but just the water dogs haven't been like the most typical team. Uh, they've just been hard to read, honestly. Um, I mean, the former champs, you think that they come out on the steamroll. They really haven't. They, kind of, they definitely struggled week one. Not the greatest performance week two um, after uh, losing to the Redwoods. I mean, I, I mean, I guess they, they just haven't scored a lot. I mean, it wasn't like that was like the worst loss ever. I mean, they, they were well under the under, and uh, they lost by one. So, tough to read them. Meanwhile, the Atlas... I, uh, I believe in the Atlas. I don't know. I mean, they beat the Whip Snakes, which was nice last week. And, uh, I mean, just their their attack group is just very impressive. So, I think guys that I like, Zach Currier at only 32 is someone who uh, who stands out to me. If Dylan Ward is playing him at three, it's going to be a huge steal. I mean, their attack, I mean, Kira McArdle is just so interesting at only 15. But Caraway, Sowers, and Walker are all ranked in the 30s. I'm assuming they're going to take the brunt of the uh, of the load. So, that's a uh, that's a tricky tricky situation there. There are other attackmen I like. Defensively, you know, you've got um, Burns, Gobrecht, and Randall. I don't really know how I feel about any of them, especially against the Atlas. Uh, the Atlas are just a well-oiled machine right now, and then just in general, their faceoffs you can't even touch. And then just midfield-wise, I mean, it's it's Kelly or, or Courier. Um, I'm going with Courier. I think 32 is a great. I mean, he's he's very. Uh, He's very diverse. I mean, he's a offensive and a defensive midfielder. He's a face-off guy. He's a specialty. I mean, he's the he's the whole nine. Uh, and then Connor Kelly. I think I went with him last week. I, I'm just I don't know. I'm going with Curry. That's what I'm feeling in my heart. And uh, defensively, I mean, there's no one here that I'm real. I mean, Rylan Reese at 20 is not t- uh, not too bad. Uh, Hayes, I think, is one of the worst deals. Uh, short stick deep mid. I'm gonna say this a hundred times this episode, but. Defense is such a hard position to get right two times in a row, and uh, so is midfield. It's hard to get consistency uh, unless you're a very top-end guy. So I've put those two together. It's, it's tough for me to see that. On the Atlas side, you know, we've got the Gray-T-Law. Obviously, if Gray's out, uh, Dixon is the guy to go. Only 13. That's a steal. Uh, Face-off-wise, Baptiste. Just hasn't really been putting the ball. In. I mean, if it puts the ball in the net like once or twice, or if he gets a couple of assists, it changes everything. So he's still to me valuable. But at 25, I don't know. There's uh, there's another individual who I like more this week in particular. Goaltending wise, Jack Cannon's your guy. Uh, do I really like him? I'm not sure. It's it's to me they're uh, Blaze Rudin to me 37. I'm gonna go with Blaze Rudin every week at that price. So. I'm going to continue riding, uh, riding the Reardon train. He's the best in the league. Um, probably, it, I mean, in general, I'm pretty sure he won the MVP last year. So that's uh, that's my guy to go to. Midfield-wise, there's Costabile, Curry, and Dennis. All three of those guys, I'm just not really uh, not really feeling. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's me. I mean, the, the offense is so well-oiled. It's, it's tough to predict who's going to do well. Uh, 
I have to see it more out of Curry. I have to see consistency out of Dennis. And I just need to see it out of Costco. He hasn't been bad, but just that, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm going for something, I'm, I'm expecting it to pop off. And I just don't know about that. And then defensively, you know, we got, we got the Rex Road, McCarr, Adler. Uh, Adler, I think, is way overpriced. Rex Road, I don't think, is half bad. McCarr did all right week one, kind of shut the bed week two. So I'm, I'm leaning away from there. Uh, I like a guy in another matchup more. And then your short stick demons, again, I mean, you could go Camizio. I think that'd be the one to go to. Danny Logan just hasn't been the same. He's also questionable this week. So overall, just, this is this is a tough one. I don't think I ended up uh, besides Zach Courier. Zach Courier was the only guy who I started from this matchup. Next, we have the Cannons and the Chrome. So the over-under here, 23.5. Cannons plus 1.5. Chrome minus 1.5. Uh, I like the Chrome here, man. I don't just... I don't know. I guess the cannons can keep it tight. It's it's definitely an interesting matchup. It's it's a well-oiled offense with Holman, Kavanov, Nolting. A great pickup for Kavanov after uh, Lyle Thompson ends up sitting out the season. And Chrome, it's just great defensively. So it's it's going to be an interesting matchup here. The over/under, I could see it going over. Dylan Malloy's back this week. Um, at least it seems. I'm not sure if he's going to play or not. But he's only put down a two. I have him in my lineup right now. If he plays, he's going to be worth it. If he doesn't, that's a tough, tough go right there. Uh, and I believe, if I bring this up, uh, I'm pretty sure that he was listed on the roster. So it, it'll be interesting. Their Chrome Twitter was tweeting about it. Like, hey, we're jacked up for this shit. Let's fucking go. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, back to the cannons, though. Any of the Offense, I think you can go with Holman, Nolting, Kavanaugh. I didn't go with any of them just because they were too expensive. There were other guys who I liked um, where I just parted things differently. Uh, defensively, there's no one here that I'm really dying to put in. Um, maybe maybe uh, Matt Reese at LSM, but just nothing nothing here. Rawl, I guess. Nothing here really stands out to me. Face-off-wise, scrap it. Goaltending wise, Gittleman, I'm not doing it. Uh, midfield wise, I mean, you've got Drenner, you've got Campbell. Uh, those are like your main, main two guys. It's definitely the better um, midfield group out of some other teams. Speaking of uh, poor midfield groups, uh, the Chrome have just fucking nobody. I mean, Morel is listed as a midfielder, but he's only been playing attack, so not really sure what they're going to do here with Malloy back. I wonder what they're going to do with him. Um, if it was me, Morel was Nuskis Molloy. I'm not really sure if they play – they're built very differently, so I don't know if they play the same spot exactly, if they can work around that. It'll, I mean, Jackson Morel's been one of the best in the league, so I can't imagine you're going to be like, hey, I know that you've been uh, you know, top three in the league uh, just period, but we're going to put you back on um, on midfield and limit your reps. Like, I just I can't see that happening. Defensively wise here too. I mean they've got a great defense, but just statistically wise, like it's just not great. Goaltender, I feel like uh, Scanone's not a bad go, but the Cannons are just such a fucking high-powered offense, uh, which is interesting to say. But actually, I mean they they scored a lot last year too. But I digress. That's a that's a tough start for me personally. And then uh, face-off wise, Carter Farrell. I mean I guess you could you could go with him here. This would be his week to go off, but. At only 11, it's, it's not a bad not a bad play. Short stick D mid, uh, Messenger. So his, I mean, he had a horrible week one, terrific week two. So this is the overcompensation here. I'd pass on him. 
Um, yeah, no one, uh, no one here really had this matchup besides Dylan Malloy. And then we have the Chaos and the Archers. So over under 23 and a half, Chaos are the underdogs plus one and a half. I would fucking, I would hammer them, honestly. I think that they could do it. Uh, I have Blaze Reardon in here, and I have Mac O'Keefe in here. Mac O'Keefe, 43. I'm just riding with it. Um, I think if Grant Ament plays, I think that's also a steal. Uh, he was one of my steals of the week. So that's definitely a guy to look out for. I guess what we're going with Archers. Uh, Fields as well, like 25. It's really not that bad. Um, Again, like tough defense, but a lot, a lot of very mismatched offense defense matchups. Um, I mean, between Waterdogs Atlas, uh, that might be a shootout. Um, and then Cannons Chrome, very, very opposite, very polar teams, as well as the Chaos Archers. So interesting to see who will. This is a tough week for over unders. Um, defensively for the Archers, nothing. For me, I mean, you can go Harris, you can go Bond. Bond, I think, is the same thing as Messenger, just overcompensating. Uh, Midfield-wise, obviously, Schreiber, you have Ambler, you have more who you go with. Uh, Schreiber would be, I mean, you're going to pay for it, but, I mean, he's a dog. Face-off-wise, Schisselberger would be interesting. Him versus Nick Rowlett, it's going to be a fantastic matchup between two fucking rookies who are just going head-to-head. I'm really excited to see how that goes. Uh, and then you've got your goaltender and Dobson. I mean, if you want to pay for it, for sure, fucking do your thing. Uh, I don't think Dane Smith is back, so... It's not a bad idea, and um, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, there you go, take a shot. Uh, <laughs> and, um, yeah, defensively, not much here that I'm really looking at midfield-wise. I'm going with Mac O'Keefe at midfield. He's an attackman who was, who's listed as a midfielder. There you go. Hey, Darren. Uh, on the chaos side, I, I love Josh Burns because he's an absolute fucking dog. Here, Frazier, I think, is one of the worst price tags. I don't think he'll do bad, but I think at 45, you can for sure go somewhere else in a different direction with that. Uh, save some money there. Especially if, like, a guy, like, I'm starting Dylan Malloy right now. If he doesn't play, I'm, I'm kind of fucked, honestly. Uh, and then I would have to rearrange a lot of things. I'd probably end up taking out Mac O'Keefe. I think I had, uh, I had Sam Hanley in, uh, just thinking, like, you know, maybe he comes back. I, I'm expecting him to blow up some one of these days, so he's kind of like my sleeper guy. And then um, at attack, fuck, who did I have in before? I had Rob Pinnell in, so that was kind of like my, my switch around. I was moving those around because um, I have seven extra. Hanley was nine, and then whatever the difference for uh, fucking Pinnell. There you go, Matt. Uh, defensively wise, Newman is now like that new guy, you know, had a good week last week. Now he's at 30. I don't really know about it. Um, he's just never like that's the, this defense, of course, hasn't been consistent. I'm saying that for everybody, but it hasn't been consistent. It's the hardest position to pick in my opinion, especially like that. And it's first thick demon who, uh, just, it's, it's tough to pick, um, uh, Nick Rowlett, I mean, 29, it's I mean, it's going to be an interesting matchup, man. It's going to be very interesting. I'm not sure really what to expect out of here. I think this is where you kind of – we're going to learn a lot about the hierarchy and face-off guys this weekend. I'm going with Reardon at 37. I think he's like my plug and play. Like, I'm never I'm never going to think twice about him. Um, at least until until he proves me drastically wrong or uh, or otherwise, you know. I'm just – I'm still going to go with it. And then you're – LSM's here, Cospiel Ray, you know, about the same. You can go with either. I'm not really feeling it. It's not my not my go-to. Midfield-wise, without Dane Smith, I'm not really 
you go Perry, you go uh, with the other Smith. I'm going to pass. And then short stick, D-mid, Geddes, I think is one of the worst picks that you can go. Like I said before, same idea. Two positions combined into one with little consistency. I'm going to have to pass on that. Uh, so here, yeah. So, so far, uh, Courier from the first matchup, Malloy from the second matchup, O'Keefe and Reardon from this one. And then from this last one, we've got a whole bunch. So we've got the Redwoods plus 1.5. Obviously, Pelkenham in the woods, baby. What do you want to do? And then the over under 23 and a half. I don't really, I would go with the over, but I'm not really too sure what to expect here. Uh, two very good goaltenders and Kelly and, uh, uh, like a fucking name here, uh, Burnlorn. Both you're going to have to pay out for. But, uh, I mean, those, these would be guys like, you know, who you, who you would want for sure. To start with the Woods, so I've got two guys in for them. Face off, TD Erlin. I think this is his, this is the obvious, like, play him. The fuck, like, without Nardella, the Whipsnakes have nobody. He is the guy. Like, he gets one goal, and it's fucking golden. He's going to win a ton of faceoffs. It is like Slade and Stone pick this guy. Uh, and then defensively, I went with Garrett Apple. I think that he's the most consistent guy at only 28. I think that's, like, that's the easy plug-and-play here. Your attack-wise, Pinnell, Berg, Garnsey, maybe uh, Ryan Lee if uh, Westberg doesn't play. I don't really know what they think of that hierarchy. I know Lee didn't really play a whole lot last year. Um Interesting what this I would I probably wouldn't touch it. You know, they're two and oh, they're actually scoring a little bit. Uh they look pretty good, so I'd probably leave it. I I would go with Pinnell. Of anybody, he's the most consistent. He's a quarterback, he's gonna get you assists. Defensively wise, Apple was my go to. You could go with Glazner. I feel like he's kinda like a buy low at the moment. And then uh face off, obviously go with Erlin. Goaltender, you could go with Jack Kelly. Uh if you wanna get uh, if you wanna do that, you could do that. I don't know if I don't know, I'm sure as hell ain't. Sexton here, too. I mean, that's not, like, the worst, either. I mean, um, you can go with Sexton as well if you're trying to find someone, because he'll probably end up with a lot of ground balls being the LSM. Um, not sure who else their other LSM is going to be, because they just wave the other guy who they never rostered. So, interesting to see there. And then, uh, midfield-wise, you've got a whole bunch of dudes who are really not that worth it. Um, I mean, like, Cursed... I, I think he's one of the worst picks. Uh, just like a rookie, you don't really know what to expect out of him. And then, yeah, like where else are you going to fucking go? Henningberg hasn't shown it yet. I picked him week one. Fucking shame on me. Uh, Bertrand's questionable. You can go with him at eight. It's not a bad one. But Montgomery, Jones, Perkovic, like, uh, I'm, I'm all good on this midfield group. And they're short six deep mids, so I'm not fucking not even thinking about it. And then the Whipsnakes on the other side, the minus 1.5. Manny, Rambo, Zed Williams. Uh, I have Will Mannion. That's my other attackman here. I think that's a good fucking price for him, 27. He's he's gold. I think he's one of the best values of the entire week. Defensively, I'm not going with anybody. Not Mueller, not Dunn, not Young. uh, Not Earnhardt, not Squires. It just hasn't hasn't been. Same thing as a Chrome. Great defensively. Just it's not cohesive enough statistically um, to put anybody in. Face-off wise, forget about it. Uh, goaltender, burn lore, for sure viable. I'm almost thinking about putting him in myself. Uh, midfield wise, Chani, Dordovec are your two most expensive guys. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to, I like O'Keefe and I like Courier this week. Uh, I wouldn't hate it, but I think Dordovec's a little high priced and then Chani to me is always kind of like not too sure what's going to happen.
Short stick D mids here. I mean, there's a whole bunch of guys you can go with. Ty Warner's not a bad price at 18. Uh, but I'm not really not really looking for any of those guys. Uh, so at the end of the day, I've got Manny, Malloy, Courier, O'Keefe, Apple, Reed, and Erlin. If Malloy is out, I'm going to take out O'Keefe. I'm going to plug in maybe Hanley, maybe another guy. Not too sure. Hopefully it doesn't happen, have to happen. And then my, uh, my Dylan Malloy will become Rob Pinnell. So that's the look right now. We'll see what happens. Um, and uh, yeah, best of luck.